All right, everybody. Welcome to the Lowing Brothers Sports Podcast, where my where myself, Jake, and Jared will argue about all sorts of fun stuff in sports. Um, this whole thing kind of got started back when I was still in college. Both of us were still in college, actually. And um, one night we were arguing over whether Pascal Siakam deserved a max contract or not, and it got pretty heated. And our, our roommate actually commented on how entertaining it was, and I kind of thought, gee, maybe we should record these things. So... Basically, here we are. I'll uh, transition to Jared here. Yeah, like you say, here we are a couple years later. Um, I was still in college. I just this year, now that I'm not in college more, I just kind of got bored and figured we could hop on and do this. I mean, Jacob and I usually are on the phone for an hour or two a couple times a week just arguing with each other back and forth about what's happening happening in the sports world if it's football or n or nba or anything so whatever season's happening we always have some sort of argument that we <clears throat> argue with each other looking forward to the future we're probably going to see one or two podcasts a week at least once just to, just whatever's happening around in the sports world today we might bring in some guest speakers some of our friends or something for here and there to get their opinions on things but <clears throat> So clearly to kick us off, to start right away, we have the big old college football playoff that's been, that has came out this weekend. Um, just kind of diving deep into that, we're going to talk about our picks, why we think, who we think is should be where they are, and just kind of dive deeper into that. So <clears throat> to start my lovely brother, I just want to get started and ask you what your top six teams are in the college football playoffs. All right, and just like just like the college football playoff committee does it, I'm going to start from the bottom, work my way up, and start with the losers. So, number six, I'm going to go with Ohio State, just like the college football playoff rankings had. And number five, this is going to be my first wrench. I got Baylor at number five. At number four, we have Georgia. At number three, I have Alabama. At number two, I have Michigan. And at number one, I have Cincinnati. So how do we get here? Number first thing you're gonna notice is I left Notre Dame out because um, everyone Notre Dame plays is terrible. They played one big game all year and they got blown out at home by Cincinnati. So the only big game they had, they stunk and they didn't beat a single good football team. So putting them in the top six would just basically be criminal. Now, number six, I mean, Ohio State's, that's a given. I mean, they've lost a couple big games. They won a big game. I don't think anyone's really going to argue with that one. But no, so Baylor at number five. Let's look at some significant results here. Their two losses came against number current number nine, Oklahoma State University at Oklahoma State by 10 points and a loss to a 5-7 and seven TCU team. Bad loss, but I mean, listen to some of these wins. They got a 38-24 to 24 win against B, a number 13 BYU a 24-17 win against Oklahoma, and then a 21-16 win in the conference championship game against number nine, Oklahoma State University. That's a lot of big wins, and that's a tough loss on the road to Oklahoma State earlier in the year. So we're going to give them the number five. Why are they over Ohio State? Basically, they won their conference. Similar resumes, more big wins, a worse loss, granted, but you know, winning the conference really, really sets them apart. So... My, my number four, I know, I know Georgia's controversial at number four, but in, in my opinion, this was the easiest game. They only played four road games this year. They didn't particularly, you know, play well against Clemson the first game of the season. They blew everyone out. I'll give them that. They didn't play a single close game all year, but the best team they played up until Bama was number 19 ranked Clemson, who they beat 10 to three at a neutral site. 
And the one big game they played, the big conference title game, they blew it and got beat by over two touchdowns. So I, I just don't feel comfortable placing them any higher than number four with, with those performances. Alabama, number three. This is where it's going to get controversial here. I, I'm going to put them below both Cincinnati and Michigan. What edged Michigan out over Alabama were those two big wins against Ohio State and Iowa the last two games. Michigan has that 39-point win is the most over-ranked team of any of these top four teams. That's a big win. They dominated Iowa from the start to finish. They dominated Ohio State start to finish. They've looked great. Their only loss being on the road to to Michigan State, and that could have been very different. You know, uh, there are a couple of you know crappy um, replay reviews, and you know a drop, a handoff by JJ McCarthy away from being an undefeated team. So I'm going to put them ahead of Alabama. Alabama's loss is worse. You know, they've really struggled against some pretty you know lackadaisical teams. That like, they have a two point win over a six and six Auburn. They have a six-point win over a six-and-six six LSU at home. I mean, and then another two-point victory over Florida, over a six-and-six six Florida at the beginning of the year. They've struggled. Michigan struggled too. I mean, they struggled against Rutgers in Nebraska, but I just think they have. I think they have better wins and a better loss. And Cincinnati, number one, they're undefeated. They've played two big games this year. They beat number five Notre Dame on the road by over ten points, and they won their conference title against number twenty Houston by two touchdowns, 15 points. They've won their big games. They've won their big games big. They've yet to lose a game. I think that earns them the right to take the number one seed into the college football playoff. So in my opinion, it should have been Cincinnati one playing number four, Georgia, and Michigan number two playing Alabama number three. So with that, I'm going to transition over to Jared and see what he thinks about his rankings. All right, brother. All right. We, we have a couple things that are similar that I agree with you on. Working from my way from six to one as well, um, I do have Ohio State as six. My five, as well as you, I have Baylor. Four, I have Michigan. Three, I have Georgia. Two, Cincinnati. And one, Alabama. <clears throat> so not to, to kind of just dive deep into it, just to start, like I said, Ohio State, I think that's just a clear six. I mean, they don't have a Big Ten championship. The two, their two losses are against two top 10 teams against Michigan and Michigan State. No, no, my bad. Michigan, oh, not top 10, but. Top Michigan 15, Oregon's number 14 top, currently. Yeah, Michigan and Oregon. So two quality losses, and they d- destroyed a Michigan State team who's ranked 11, who might have been overlooked a little bit, but still. Um, so I think. One quality win. They Oregon lost was a one possession game. Um, Michigan, like I said, they went into the big house and looked terrible. I have them at six. I wouldn't put them at seven or five anywhere close. And being a, as a biased Ohio State fan, that's hard for me to put them even at six. <clears throat> but number five, Baylor, like you said, just just everything you said was dead dead on, dead on. I agree with. That I think Baylor's just main thing is, yeah, they locked, lost Oklahoma State, but they beat them in the big game in the Big 12 championship. They came out with the Big 12 championship, only have two, only having two losses. I think that's a clear, clear number five. Now this is where <clears throat> me and you go a little bit different here. It's kind of interesting because we don't have one spot the same. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go opposite here. I'm going to start with. Alabama, why I have them at one, and I'm going to work my way down from there, actually. <clears throat> so, 
Alabama beat the number number three team in the nation right now, Georgia, who seemed unbeatable all year. I mean, clearly beatable team, but a team that dominated the SEC as much as Georgia did to go in there, a team where Georgia has not allowed a lot of touchdowns defensively all game, and they went in there and just dominated the SEC championship. <clears throat> Alabama also has a win against another top 10 team, Ole Miss. And they also have a win against number 22, Arkansas. Okay. They went, they have three top 25 wins. They went into the, I, to my opinion, the best conference in college football and dominated it in the, in the national, in the SEC championship game. Their only loss is Texas A&M, which I know Texas A&M has been up and down all year, but it was, it was an away game, which I mean, that doesn't still, you can't give that an excuse, but I just think the way that they dominated Georgia in the SEC championship game and other wins against top teams, I think it gives it to them. Also, according to ESPN as well, that Alabama had the fourth hardest strength of schedule all year. So to go in there, have the fourth, fourth strongest strength of schedule, their three wins that's why i give them number one i put cincinnati at two and deep down i don't want to put them at two but i think i have to respect the fact that they're an undefeated team like you said they've the only undefeated team they've gone in they, they beat notre dame in notre dame which is huge it has such a huge game to go into their home stadium and beat them there they won their conference i know it's not a power five conference but they beat number 20 houston in that game the only reason why I don't put them at one, even though they're undefeated, is just because <clears throat> the struggle against bad teams like Navy and Tulsa. I mean, there's a couple of games there. They didn't look that great. I mean, it's it's hard to say that because, you know, all, every team has struggled probably against some team. Alabama struggled against some teams, too. But and also this is what the committee sees. And they're all very biased, too. Is that I, I just the fact that they're not a power five conference and they don't play tough game after tough game after tough game in the big 10 the sec it seems like every game you could go in and lose and they don't they don't play in that and i think for that reason only is why i don't have them at one cincinnati strength the schedule in the nation is number 87 just going to put that out there <clears throat> georgia at at number three okay georgia has beaten three top top 25 teams in the nation First one coming the beginning of the year when they beat number 19, Clemson. I know right away in the beginning of the season, Clemson didn't seem that good of a team, but they've, they've really come around and they've shown that they're a lot better than people thought they were. So that, I think that's a, believe that's a big win, especially on, on a neutral field. It wasn't at home. It wasn't away. Um, they have a win against number 22, Arkansas, and number 25, Florida. I just have them at number three because – I understand they just lost an SEC championship. They dominated the SEC, which, like I said, I believe is the best conference. And I feel like it's, I feel like it's hard to go into the SEC and be un, go undefeated up to the SEC championship. I know there's teams do it almost every single year or every other year. Alabama, God knows how often they've done it. But to go into the SEC and dominate that much, I think is just the reason why I had them at three. And – Georgia strength the schedule being 20th in the nation. <clears throat> now this is where Michigan comes in here. Yes, I'm an Ohio State fan, so it might seem a little biased when you put in Michigan, but I I think I have good good reason here. They beat number seven Ohio State at home, which is a big win. First one they've ever had against Ohio State in what, 10 years? 10 years. 2002. 2011 was the last win. 
Yeah. And, Darren Robinson. And you said, yeah, they dominated the Big Big Ten Championship against Iowa. I personally, I think Iowa is a subpar team. I don't think – I understand they're a top 25 team, so I, I give them credit for that. First of all, can we just talk about maybe the Big Ten – and every conference should change it where the top two teams of the conferences play each other in the conference championship, yeah. not this whole other stuff. But divisions, like... <laughs> divisions are busted. They need to go away. The, no, the, I, the winner I... of the Big Ten East has won every single Big Ten championship game. That shows how bad that West division is. <clears throat> and to my point is that, like I said, it's just I just don't believe I was that. It's still a quality win, don't get me wrong, but it's not like, like Alabama going in and beating – George in the conference championship. So Michigan, from what I've seen, has had has two top twenty-five wins and a loss to number eleven Michigan State, which we know they kind of crapped the bed towards the end there. They kind of lost that game themselves. They were in control that whole game until the second half, probably more or less even the fourth quarter. <clears throat> um, and like I said, strength of schedule for Michigan is is twenty-first, so just one behind Georgia. So. <clears throat> In general, that's why I have all my rankings where they are at. I'd like to hear what you think about where I have my teams and why you want to would maybe. Are you, I heard you give a sigh when I said I think I was a subpar team. Uh, listen, man, I just I just really think you're letting your hatred of mission cloud your judgment here, dude. <laughs> I, I I just don't know how you cannot put them in in, in the top two. I, I they have they have. Two big wins. They they have two better wins than, than Georgia has all year. As the rankings currently sit, Georgia's best win is against Clemson. Michigan has their win against Ohio State, who's six at the moment, and and a forty-two to three drubbing of Iowa, who's number fifteen in the conference title game. Like I I ah subpar Iowa. Oh, team. come on, man. They're they're, they're ten and three. I don't care. The They're Big Ten. <laughs> also, Iowa's 17 now in the new AP poll. By the way, yeah, I'm working off so. the I'm work I'm working off the most recent uh, playoff rankings. Mm. Still, I mean, well, that's that's that 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 is at worst a top 20 team, and they and 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 they took them to town. I know, I know. This is this is a lot of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. But I'm I'm I think I understand they're ranked higher whatever la di da i believe that i think that arkansas and florida are a more solid team than iowa if you ask me personally to florida we, six and six get out i i believe they are more quality teams right there that arkansas had a good season i and i i i i'm from the big town with mission with ohio state but i just I'm with everyone else. The SEC is such a dominant conference that I feel like a lot of those teams are have higher quality or higher quality teams than some of the Big Ten teams. And I would like to think that Georgia's wins against some of those teams are better. So a, a question here then: Do you think Iowa's Michigan's win against Iowa? Not just let's exclude that it was in the Big Ten championship, which I know it's hard to say, but was is that would that win be more qual high quality than George being Clemson? Because Clemson, I would like to say that George being Clemson was a higher quality, even though Clemson's ranked higher than Iowa. I mean, ten to three is really different than forty-two to three. 
but it. <clears throat> I mean, I, I understand that, but it's, it's. Well, well, I'm not gonna. Like I said, I I would just like to argue that I think that Clemson is a higher quality team. That's probably why it was a ten to three game. I mean, it was the first game of the season, which at the time, what it was a a top ten, a top five matchup. Yeah, I think Clemson the college was. Football. Let's pull that up. <clears throat> at the at the time of the game. Georgia was number five. And Clemson must have been two or three, right? They 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 would have started the season. And Clemson was three. Yeah, I mean that that win looked great. Especially right away in the season, which is kind of how they vaulted themselves into the you know top of the rankings right away. But then you know then as Clemson struggled, I mean they 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 definitely recovered. But uh, I don't know. I personally think putting Michigan at number four is heinous. But I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that up to bias. Well, and <clears throat> to to be honest with you, I think why, why I understand they're the undefeated team, but I don't understand how. I'm glad the committee put a non-Power 5 team in there. I'd love to see it, but I, I don't think they're four like they ranked them, but I would not put them at one. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're number one. They're number one. They're undefeated. They've won two big games. They've won those two big games decisively. They've, they've struggled. They, they haven't struggled any less than Michigan or Alabama have against some poorer, poorer teams. I, I just, I, from what I have, from what I've seen, I, 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 I got to put them, I'm not... I'm not saying. Here's the thing: is I'm not. I'm not saying that putting that number one makes them the best team. I just would rank them number one. I mean, I, I I'm kind of with Joel Klatt that you know that 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 the rankings are a combination of what you of what you deserve and have earned and how good you actually are. And I just I kind of feel like Cincinnati has has earned and deserves that number one spot based on the season that they've had. Well, and see, in that point, I understand, and that's why there's that's why you try to look at criteria and say this is why <clears throat> me. From me looking at the at my eye, just being like, these are the who are the best teams. I would, I don't think I would have Cincinnati at one or two or three. I'd maybe have them at at four. But the fact that they're undefeated, they have those two big wins. Like you, you can't not put them in the in the playoff. And I, I don't know. I, like I said, just me looking at the criteria, I do think they should be one or two. I don't think they should be one, but I don't. But they should be ranked higher, in my opinion. But but like that, that looking at the criteria. But if you're just asking me, who the, Jared? Who do you think the best four teams? Just like me, just looking at a team or something, I wouldn't have Cincinnati in the top three. I would probably put, like I said, I probably would be Alabama, Georgia, and Michigan. And after that, I don't need to be honest with you. I don't know if I would even put Cincinnati at like five or six. I mean, honestly, I mean, said I don't. I mean, Cincinnati might not be one of the ten best teams in the country. I mean, they might. They might be the best team in the country. That's what the playoffs are for. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure that out, you know, when they play. We'll see what Cincinnati's all about. And like I said, don't forget that last year in the in the um, bowl games, I'm pretty sure it was that Cincinnati played Georgia in the bowl game, and they only lost to them by seven. And a lot of a lot of uh, players coming back from both those teams. I would just like to say the fact that that Georgia. This year they came with JT Daniels, their quarterback, and he got injured in the first couple of weeks. And they have just, even without 
their their main man out there. They just still been balling out. I mean, minus this SEC championship game that happened. <clears throat> I also think I think just everyone's just been looking down on Alabama this year. But yeah, they've had a lot of close games and said like everyone's been crapping on the Auburn game, but like it's a rivalry game. What do you expect? That's gonna happen. You see that all time in rivalry game. You see all those years where Duke is ranked number one in the country in basketball and North Carolina's a 500 team and they go in there and beat Duke. I mean, no basketball is different, but like that's expected from a rivalry game. I know. I was, if, if it happened once, I'd give it to him, but it's happened three times. And they had, they had oh. that two point win over Florida, who's six and six, and that six point win at home against LSU, who's also six and six. That's, it's happened three times. Well, you say about all those three those three games that Cincinnati struggled against some awful teams that weren't even in the SEC. Yeah, but Cincinnati hasn't lost a game yet. Hmm. Well, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't want to hold winning games against teams, but like I said, I mean, when it, when it comes to it, I mean, I think every team has, has, has shown that, that they, that they can lose to anyone. Oh yeah, for C- sure. I agree. Cincinnati has almost lost to, to two teams who have won a combined five games on the year. Like that's not good. I mean, you know, Georgia had Georgia didn't struggle against anyone until Alabama. So, I mean, just, just showing what happened against Alabama shows that they can lose to a better team and decisively. I mean, Bama said they lost to number, I mean, and calling Texas A&M number 25, we all know the committee only put them at number 25 to justify putting Alabama at number one. Is Texas A&M oh, any, any better than Penn State or Wisconsin? We're also eight and four who got left out. Because if they put if they put Wisconsin in the top twenty five, then you have to say, well, geez, Michigan had a thirty point win over a top twenty five team on the road, and then 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 they, then they can't put them at two. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get, what, I get to what the point you're saying is just agree to disagree. Yeah, I that's 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 fair. In in my opinion, I think it's clear that Cincinnati, Michigan, Alabama deserve one through three. I wouldn't argue with anyone who put them in any order. Um, I just I just think I just think those three deserve the top three seeds. I mean I, I mean frankly, in a fourteen playoff, seeding doesn't really matter because if you win, you're gonna have to play two of the three other teams. Okay, and maybe clearly because you had them at at five, maybe that's why you just just a, a simple just a simple. I just want a simple answer. You don't have to explain anything. If Cincinnati had one loss, and say it didn't come in their conference championship, say just say they had one loss, they're out. They're they're out. They're out. And you you putting Baylor in there? I put Baylor in. Yes. Okay. All right. I didn't know. I, I, just just simple question. If since, I, I'll do the, I'll do the let's same say thing. let's say Cincinnati lost that game against Notre Dame and they lost by five points. I. I, Cincinnati might not even be top 10 just because, I mean, here's the thing is when your schedule is that bad, you don't get the luxury of losing a game like Alabama or Michigan or Georgia can. Well, yeah, I, I know what you mean. But they've won all those I, games. I, they've won some big ones. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I was just, I was just curious. I figured I'd better ask you a quick question about that. Well, Okay. How about we how about we transition here into how do you think the playoffs are going to go, Jared? Give me give me your predictions. Two semifinal games, college college football championship. All right, I'll I'll give you straightforward. I am. And I feel like we're probably going to disagree here. I, I I don't know. I don't think either of these semifinal games are going to come within two touchdowns. Ooh, bold. 
I don't think either one of them. If I if I if I could bet on it, and I'm a betting man, I think you know that. I would put my money down that either both those two games are going to be at at minimum a two touchdown game, and I think both the SEC teams win. I think Alabama. I think Alabama destroys Cincinnati. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm I'm just I'm putting down the two touchdown minimum. I I don't think Georgia or Alabama is going to lose. I think they're both going to win, and I think at a minimum it's going to be both by two touchdowns. And I think we're going to have a rematch of the SEC championship into in the in the national championship game and i've been leaning back and forth of who i think would win i think to me personally i think alabama i think alabama's gonna go in there and win it all and i i to be honest with alabama cincinnati game i i haven't really watched cincinnati play much this year i've seen alabama I just know how much Cincinnati has struggled against some teams. I know Alabama has too, but to go in and just see how they dominated, how they dominated Michigan. I'm not Michigan. How they dominated Georgia. It's like, I just, I just, I don't think that's going to be a game. I don't. Bryce Young is absolutely talented. You give Nick Saban, however many weeks he has here, a month to prepare for this game. Forget about it. You give Nick Saban, He's been in this situation how many times? He has players that have been in this situation how many times? Seniors that are out on the field. Like, they all know how to come in to prepare for this game. They've done this before thousands of times. Nick Saban's done it every single year in the playoff, minus one. Yep, they've only missed once. So, like, they're going to come into this. I just feel like Alabama's going to go in there. They're going to dominate Cincinnati. Everyone's going to be like, look into that game and be like, yeah, Cincinnati didn't deserve to be in the playoff. They'd be like, but, which I don't want to see. Cause if you ask me, I want Cincinnati win it all because I want the people, I want the committee to be screwed to be like, oh, well, cause if, if Cincinnati loses and they get killed, the committee can be like, this is why we don't ever let any non-power five teams or we don't give any non-power five teams respect because they will just go in here and get destroyed. Grant, we've seen that power five teams go in there and get destroyed but i think the committee wants alabama to get to absolutely dominate cincinnati but i'm gonna over that game the next game georgia and michigan <clears throat> i understand georgia yeah they look vulnerable now they did the, the an unbeatable georgia team just got beat against alabama but the thing about alabama and michigan they play completely different styles of football Alabama, you have a flashy quarterback. They threw like almost 50 passes in that SEC championship game against Florida. You have a Heisman winner who's probably probably Heisman winner of Bryce Young, who's just unbelievably talented. He can throw it long. They have a well-established run game. But like the difference between Michigan and and Alabama is that Michigan, yeah, they're more ground and pound. I understand they have McAmer who's Clearly, he has performed well in games. He makes nice pass. Like he's a good passer. He knows what he's doing. But he's not. They don't have the explosive talent that Alabama does to just I I think to blow open a game. I don't know. If you'll say, well, look at them against Ohio State and this and that. But Ohio State's Ohio State defense hasn't been there all year. I mean, it's SEC football. I mean, they the defenses are always always are different. It seems like I just think that. <clears throat> You might say, like, the differences there. I just think that Alabama has way different talent, way different talent on offense and how they play 
an offensive game compared to Michigan. That's why Alabama was able to blow open a game against Georgia. And just because of that, I don't think Michigan has that. So I don't think they're going to be able to compete with Georgia. And I think that Georgia's going to win both games. I think we're going to see another SEC championship game for the national championship. Alabama-Georgia, and I think Alabama wins that game. I, I, think, I think that one's a close one. I think it's like one possession game, but I think Alabama wins that one. That is my opinion. I'd like to hear what you think. I feel like we might have maybe one game different in the semifinal, maybe not. I just let you get your arguments or your, uh, your thoughts on it. All right. Well, I mean, I'm going to start with my game. The boys in the maize and blue are going to beat Georgia, and it's going to be by less than one touchdown. Oh, my God. Get over yourself. Regar- regardless, regardless of who wins, I think it's going to be Michigan. Michigan and Georgia are both going to score under 20 points, and neither one of them is going to win by more than seven. It is going to be a good old-fashioned Big Ten SEC rock fight. Both of them have stellar defenses, great lines, a great front seven. I think, I mean, Michigan. Michigan's D-backs have struggled at times, but I mean, I'm going to give them a pass because Ohio State has has a potential Heisman winner and three first round wide receivers. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock them on that, but I, I mean, that, that that's two fantastic defenses and two offenses who have, who have trouble throwing the football and, and want to run it up the gut, which neither of the defenses are going to allow to happen. I, I it's, 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 like I said, I, I got, I got Michigan winning like 17 to 14, 13 to 10. It's going to, it's, it's going to be a good old fashioned 1920s football just, just rock fight, and it, it's it's going to be a great game, and uh, that's that. I, th- I think that's all I have to say about that. I'm also going to take Cincinnati over Alabama because I because because they're my number one. I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm I I I got to take them to win that first game, and here's why. Um, a, it's a little bit of gut. I just kind of feel like Alabama's finally going to lose a game here, you know, here in the in the semifinals. I mean, and I don't I don't think Cincinnati's defense gets enough credit. I mean, I'm looking at their games right now, and they've I mean, their 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 defense is stellar. They the most points they've given up in a game this year is 28. They're usually in the you know seven to 17 area. They 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 score. You know, I I just think, and they have something to prove. I think they're also going to win. I think they might win by a touchdown or more, maybe maybe last second field goal. But I'm going to take I'm going to take Al, I'm going to take Alabama to go down to Cincinnati and a title game. I'm going to take the Maize and Blue in the title game because what kind of fan would I be if I didn't take if if I didn't think if I didn't think my boy Jim Harbaugh wasn't going to take Aiden Hutchinson, Cade McNamara, Hassan Haskins, and the whole crew all the way. They're going to win that title game over Cincinnati. I'm going to be there in Indianapolis, screaming my heart out, singing Mr. Brightside. It's going to be great. It's going to be grand. And I'm going to, for, and I won't forget that day for the rest of my life. Mark it now. You just crapped on me because I'm an Ohio State fan, so I'm being biased about, about my college football rankings. And you go out here and tell me that, 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 just because I'm a Michigan fan, we're we're going we're going to win it all. Like you can't look at that. We haven't had this podcast the prior years, but you could have asked me my honest opinion in prior years when Ohio State was in the college football playoffs. I don't even think the year they won it. There's been a year that I was actually confident that Ohio State. Yeah, I'm an Ohio State fan, but being realistic, I never last year going against Alabama, the Alabama team. I didn't think that we had a chance. 
all those other years we made the playoffs against other like we, Clemson all the year. Like we've had good teams. It's just I, I just can't believe you're saying that Michigan's right now. You're telling me with all these teams out there that you're saying Michigan is going to go out there. Absolutely, absolutely. This 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 is Jim Harbaugh's best team. I, I don't think it's coincidence that this is the year where I, where I severely lowered my expectations. I said, if this team won eight games, this is a successful season. They went and won 12. They were, like I said, they, they are a crappy fourth quarter and a Bosch replay, replay review away from beating Michigan State and going 13-0. They're good. They play great defense. They have two or three really talented running backs, two really talented quarterbacks. I mean, I mean, I mean, you got Matt Demera, but you got to you got to remember that they got Jim Harbaugh's best quarterback recruit since he's arrived, and JJ McCarthy, who arguably blew the game against Michigan State, but still, I they're they're talented on offense. They have the best offensive line Jim Harbaugh's ever had. They're going to be able to run the ball, not as successfully, but they're going to be able to run the ball on 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 any team they play against. Against against a, against a Georgia team who have the best front seven in college football. Yes, they'll be able to run it. I'm not saying they're going for 200 yards, but they're going to be successful on the ground. And what I think, I think that Michigan Georgia game comes down to which quarterback plays better because it's it's going to come because I don't I don't think either team is going to be able to run the ball all over each other. I said I think. I think either team can be successful on the ground, but I think this game is is going to come down to whichever quarterback plays a better game, and it's going to be tight, low scoring, good old fashioned football. Well, and from what you said, clearly you have a, a different perspective on me. If you said the better quarterback, I would like to. I don't think it's going to be Michigan. I think it's going to be. Uh, I can't even think of his name. I think his name is Barrett. Whatever. Can't remember what his first name for Georgia. I think it's going to. I think it'll be him. I. I just I have so much. Con I understand what Alabama just did to Georgia, but like I said in my statement, Alabama plays a lot different game than Michigan does, and I think they have a lot more star power and stuff like that. Were they able to expose Georgia's defense as they did? Like I said, you got the probable the probable Heisman winner on their team, some talented wide receivers, and they had a their running back who was coming off of injuries and stuff who wasn't even fully healthy. That came in. Granted, like I said, Alabama threw the ball 50 times. I don't think Michigan's going to go in that game and throw the ball 50 times. I think they're going to try to stick with the normal, you know, throw pass here and there. But their main thing is they're going to try to they're going to try to win win the game at on the offensive line. And I don't think they're going to win that game. And I I I if if I could bet, actually I wouldn't I wouldn't even say that. Uh, if, if, I, if I was more confident in one of the games, I, I would say it would be Alabama over Cincinnati. But I do still think that Georgia will win by, at minimum, two touchdowns. I still think it's going to be like a three-touchdown game. No way. That, it, it's going to be a tight one. Either way, it's going to be tight. I'd, I'd also like to point out, I'd love to see where Michigan season would be if their best wide receiver didn't blow his knee out the first game of the season. They don't have. They have one or two really talented, talented guys on the outside who are young. But I mean, that, I mean, who's who's Matt going to throw it to? I mean, they don't. Like I said they're missing their best wide receiver, and they've still. I mean, they've had plenty of success. He takes care of the ball. It's not going to be a turnover fest. I, I I I hate that. I don't I don't even know why you say that. You could be saying, I understand. Yeah, Georgia ended up rolling in one one out in the SEC. But you could be saying, oh, if. JT Daniels was healthy the whole year for Georgia, who's a very talented quarterback. 
And if he was completely healthy and playing the SEC championship game, that game could have been different, and they could have they could be thir- they could be thirteen and all right now and be the number one seed in the college football playoff. You can I, do that for about any team. I'm, I'm just happens. I'm just saying it shows it shows you know uh, you know they've been successful missing their best their 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 best offensive threat, and they've got it done. So I'm not what. What I'm trying to get out of here is that Michigan doesn't need all these big threats because they're so good up front, and they're, and they're just going to get the job done. They haven't struggled. They haven't struggled to score the ball all year. Mm. Well, like I said, think think differently. Apparently, we both think differently because you think Cincinnati is going to go. The thing about Cincinnati is that their 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 secondary is one of the best in the nation. Um, I was watching a game with my father-in-law actually or not my father but my girlfriend's dad over um thanksgiving i was watching the cincinnati game the, the one of their d-backs and i i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure um it's amir or amid gardner for cincinnati he hasn't as this d-back hasn't allowed a touchdown like f- from man-to-man coverage he has not allowed a touchdown his whole career in cincinnati Impressive. Some, you know, I mean, and, and, and I, I might have heard that wrong, but I'm pretty sure. And he and my girlfriend's dad, I'm pretty sure, heard the same thing too. That he, apparently these announced that he has not allowed a touchdown in his whole career. And since I don't know if if he was a transfer and he came last year, or if he's been there his whole year, his whole, you know, he might not have played his freshman or sophomore year or something. But like, even in a playing in a bad conference, and you're a really good team, and like. I should say bad conference because Houston's in there. You have SMU, good teams. But like to, and maybe that's not true anymore because I didn't, I don't, didn't watch the AAC um, championship game. But as of that day and during Thanksgiving, that they came out and said this guy has not allowed a, a passing touchdown his whole career in Cincinnati, which is ridiculous. And like I said, Cincinnati's got one of the best D backs in the nation. Like having Bryce Young out there, who's apparently been balling out. I think it is a good matchup, but I still think. Alabama comes up with the dub. It, it, admittedly, I think I'm picking Cincinnati more because I want them to win. But I mean, I, I mean, they can win that game. I, I think, I think, I, I think any of these teams in, in these last four can beat any of the other teams on any given day, depending on who plays better and who plays worse. So we'll just, we'll, we'll just have to see who's right in a few weeks. No, oh, yeah, and like I said, we, we will see. I, I agree with you. I, I do want Cincinnati to win. I usually do root for Alabama, but I do want Cincinnati to win because I kind of want the committee to be embarrassed because you know the committee they want them to Cincinnati get absolutely killed by Alabama that's what they want so in future years when something like this happens again they can be like oh we don't want to put them in there because they're not a power five team and this would be the last thing I say about about anything about college football on this podcast is that let's just all admit that I don't think Cincinnati Maybe you don't agree. I don't think Cincinnati should have been the first non-Power 5 team to make it. UCF should have made it the one year. Oh, they got jobbed. They got jobbed. Since this should not be the first non-Power 5 team to come in, I just think that the committee's been having a lot of pressure to like that they haven't put respect on these teams. And this year, it just worked out perfectly for them that literally the committee, the, the top four teams were just laid out for them. This is like the first year ever in the college football playoffs that people weren't arguing that five or six should have been into the playoffs. This yeah. is the first year everyone's like, yeah, these are the only four teams that should be in it. Yeah, I can't think of any of the other eight or nine years of playoffs have been going on where there hasn't been some arguments. This year, it was very clear cut. So, oh, I mean, yeah. you could you could have – I mean, here's the thing. I mean, is if, 
If Alabama loses, I mean, you could argue that Baylor Notre Dame should have been in. I mean, if Michigan loses, you could have argued Baylor Notre Dame should have gotten in. But I mean, all the all the teams that needed to win on Saturday won, and it, it made it really easy on the on the committee as who to pick. Oh yeah, like I said, I just think this is this was easy for them. and I don't think anyone's gonna argue. You can argue any any of those four teams that one one of them maybe George, not George because like I said, the committee has recent win-loss, like Georgia just lost, and they weren't an SEC champion. I think besides Georgia, you could have put Michigan, Alabama, and Cincinnati any spot, no one would have argued with it. I mean, people will always argue about it, but like no one's going to be like, well, mm. like if the committee put Michigan at one, I'd be pissed I'm an Ohio State fan, but I'm just, be, I would have been like, well, I mean, I, I, I think any one of three teams could be number one right now. It's just I think Alabama's the best one. <clears throat> speaking speaking of best let's let's transition to the nfl who's the best team in the nfl <clears throat> the nfl i tell you what it has been nuts all year round because anytime during the season you think that the rams the cardinals the packers the bills the titans you think Every week, it seems like you hear all these people talk about, these. this is the best team now. This is the best team now. And every single time that someone says they're the best team, they lose. And then all of a sudden, everyone just, it's back. Like I said, that's just like college football playoffs, like the committee. It's, it's all what happens recently. They lose that one game, and all of a sudden, nope, they're like, they're like the fifth best team in the NFL now. Just because they lost a recent game, they're like the fifth best team. And this year, I don't really, to be honest, I don't think there's a definite clear best team out there but if i had to put my money on any any team this year to go win the super bowl it'd be the green bay packers 100 i have been on minus that first game this year when they looked terrible against the saints and they just got dominated besides that i just think green bay has been dominant they have a i understand they have a lot of drama with aaron Rodgers and stuff like that but they've been the most consistent team in the past four or five years i mean i don't know the numbers off by the top of my head but how many com- they last year they lost to the bucks in a conference championship who they didn't put their faith in aaron Rodgers and wanted to kick a field goal which i believe is just too i think the packers have been right there for the past four or five years and they just have not made it make it and i think this year if i was betting on a team it would be the green bay packers because they have aaron Rodgers, who is just I think one of uh, just a generational talent who I love. I understand he's a lot of drama off the field, but like when he's on the field, I, w- I don't think I'd want another quarterback in the whole NFL other than Aaron Rodgers. And that might be a different discussion or later, later down the road. But if I had to pick one person, it'd be Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams out there, Aaron Jones, who hasn't had been having the greatest season as he has in the past, but like you have some solid, solid players out there with Aaron Rodgers, And I just, and the NFC, AFC, like I said, all these teams have just been crazy. I think the most consistent team that's been good in the past couple of years has been the Packers and with Aaron Rodgers, who knows what's going to happen to him this year or next year where he might leave or who knows what's going to happen. I, I just think, I think the Packers have something to prove. And I, I, in my opinion, I believe they are the best team, hands down. You know, I got to say, I agree with you on that one. They have been the most consistent team this year. Uh, I, I mean, they've lost three games. They lost to the Saints first game. I'm, I'm going to give any team a pass on the first game of the season. 
especially with the starters not playing any preseason anymore. Anything can happen. They just played really bad. Every every team gets it. Every team plays, plays bad every now and then. And I, their other one of their other losses against Kansas City that was without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they uh, and and they they played well. They played really well. Missing a t- missing Rodgers, missing a bunch of starters, missing Devonte Adams. They, they 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 beat the Cardinals, missing some starters. I mean, this team has been great all year. I think I don't know I I don't know if I put money on them to win the Super Bowl because like I said I, I think anyone can get hot. I mean, we saw what happened with Tampa Bay last year; they got hot. I mean, but I I right now I think it comes down to the Cardinals or the Packers. But just you look at the head to heads, you look you you look at consistency over the season. I yeah I I'd, I'd I'd have to agree that 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 that, that is actually the Packers. Oh yeah, I, I agree with you too. That like, I'm not. And I know I said it earlier. I said if I had put money, and I I think right now if I had put money down on anybody right now, it would be the Packers. But like I said earlier, no one's been the best team all year. Like I still I do agree. I don't. I'm not saying the Packers are going to go win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying that if I had been on one team, it'd be the Packers. I think anyone can right now. I mean, it seems like, but I, I think, like you said about the Buccaneers, I think it just de- determines in those the last weeks of the season who's the hottest team. And whoever the hottest team is, I think goes in and when is going to go and at least compete into the Super Bowl. Because that's what you see year in and year out, I, I swear, in NFL. Maybe not every year, but you have a team that comes in playoffs who's just a hot, hot team, is playing good. They're all clicking together, and they go in and they go to at least – compete for a super bowl 2018 eagles I, exhibit a 2018 eagles i mean you have the giants those couple years those the years the giants won they were never the the best team going ever the, in Gi- the playoff the giants came out of the wild card both times they beat brady in, in the super bowl so that's what i'm saying like especially this year when you just you don't think there's a no one knows who the favorite is because like i said every single week when you think someone is the best team they go off and lose and you could have made arguments for the titans but, you know, without Derrick Henry, and yeah, they did win a couple games without him, but, like, and from what I've seen, he is going to come back. He's supposed to be back around. early January, which is why I would personally put my money down on the Titans because when he played, the Titans looked like the best team. And they'll, they'll get him back. So they just need to play well enough while he's gone, win one or two more games, make the playoffs, and I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think the Titans can, can compete, no, no doubt. But... Let me just let me tell you right now because I'm on. Th- these are the favorites for winning the Super Bowl according to Vegas right here. Okay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the favorites at plus five hundred. Then we have the Kansas City Chiefs, the Packers, the Chiefs. The Bill. Yep, yep. not so not goes, three year. I don't I don't care what anyone says. It goes the Buccaneers is one, Chiefs two, Packers three, Buffalo four. Cardinals five, and I wasn't gonna go to six till I saw this team. And the New England Patriots at six. I think I think right now the Patriots are the best team in the AFC. Well, they have they're the hottest team for sure at the moment. They they haven't lost in what six games? They're on a six game winning streak right now. Like they are definitely a hot team that's out there playing. And tonight's game against they they have the Bills twice yet this season i think if they go and win one of those games i i and i i think they will split them the patriots and the bills i think they're they'll split them i think the patriots will win one the bills win the other but if the patriots went and won both of them forget about it i i I think you how, how don't you the way that bill belichick has everyone after last year 
oh, it was all Brady. He's the one that was leading the Patriots to such a great season and all this and that. And it's like, well, you got to realize too, Patriots had the most people that opt out, uh, opted out of a season last year because of COVID. And Stephon like, Gilmore stunk. I mean, they, I mean, I, I mean, Cam Newton was, it wasn't, was a failed experiment. Oh, it was. And you have a good rookie quarterback who I think Belichick found his man there. I, th- I think the Patriots are, and as a Patriots fan, I'm not trying to be, might be a little biased, but stuff like that. I, I'm not with you though. I don't think they're the best AFC team. Right now, they're the hottest AFC team. I don't believe that they are the best. And I, I couldn't tell you who I think. I just, like I said, just that's the NFL right now is that this is the fact that no one knows who's the best because every single week it seems like there's a different team that's better than the rest of them. But I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that there is one team that is worse than the rest of them. And that's the oh, Lions, right? Oh, well, how about them coming on with uh, with uh, their first first win of the season against the Vikings? All those, all those, all those Vegas betters who've been putting have been putting their money down on the Lions money line finally cashed out. They 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 finally got their W right there. And being from North Dakota, where we are, oh, I feel bad for all them Vikings fans. But the, the, the sad part is about it about these Vikings fans. I feel like they're not even surprised about it, though. They're just like, this is just a normal Viking season. Like, of course we have to lose to the. Of course we have to lose to the worst team in the NFL. Like, I just think, <laughs> I just found it funny. Honestly, I didn't even know they're playing the Vikings this this last week. And if if I was back home and I could bet, I feel like just knowing that they're playing the Vikings, I would have bet on that game. And I would put my money on on the Lions. Yeah, I wish I'd I, I wish I'd have been at home so I could hit up the casino so I could have put some money down on them. I, I most definitely was, but I don't, was that, it, it was a home game for the Lions, which I'm not saying means anything, but. Playing at home good... means, means, means a little less in the NFL as it does in college football when nothing, I mean, nothing, nothing can compete with, you know, whiteout at Penn State or LSU. I mean, it is tough to play away in college football when there's 100,000 people screaming at you. Oh man, I just. <laughs> Aren't you right about that? Especially some of those kids on the sideline, like being in student sections at UND. Your grandson has big UND hockey game, UND football games. Just hearing the things that people yell at them during those games, I couldn't imagine during some of those games and just stuff. They're heckling the players on the field. Like, oh, I, that's one of my dreams. Those go to a whiteout Penn State game because it is just, it, it gives me chills just even watching it on TV, watching it. Like, it is just crazy. All right. I mean, I think I think we want to wrap it up in just a little bit here. I don't want to bore bore the audience, but I think I think we want to talk about just a couple more notable week 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 thirteen uh, performances, and I'll let you go with yours here. I think the one I just the one main takeaway I want to take is just the jockstrap king Garden Minshew <laughs> leading the Eagles to a win this week. Granted, against a Jets team. Yeah, sure. But for him to go in, I've I've loved this guy ever since he came in from the, from college. He's just been he's just a character. I'm not going to lie, up until this I didn't even know I granted like, a couple weeks ago. I didn't know that he even played for the Eagles anymore. I looked I looked it up like 2 3 weeks ago wondering where this guy was and found he played with the Eagles. And I found out this week about halfway through the game when I was looking on Twitter that Gar Minshew was starting for the Eagles and 
my God, the go- the the jack the jockstrap king comes down, balls out, and throws two touchdowns and leads the Eagles thirty-three to eighteen over the Jets. And I I don't know how to. I just love that guy so much. I know they're playing the Jets, which is a very subpar team, but. I'm kind of thinking maybe Minshew's the way. Let, let's forget about Jalen Hurts. Let's let's throw Minshew in there the rest of the year. Throw him, th- throw throw him to the trash. Yeah, we we, we don't we don't need no start SEC over quarterback. Let's 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 build around Minshew, and we'll, we'll that's a dynasty right there. I, I mean, it definitely worked for the Jaguars. <laughs> that it did. <laughs> All right, so I think I'll I think I'll finish finish things off here with with my. My week 13 performance is the Raiders magical coin. For the first time in the season, the Raiders magical coin failed to predict the outcome of the Raiders game. So for those of you who aren't on Reddit, some, some person in the Raiders subreddit flipped a coin at the beginning of the season to, pre- to predict the results of every game. And up until this week, he had gotten every single result right. All hail the coin. But this week, the coin goes down. The coin has lost. I'll hail the coin no more. I suppose. I mean, you can only you can only you can only rely on a on a piece of on a piece of metal for so long. But you know, down goes the coin. Down goes the coin. Biggest upset of the year, in my opinion. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. I'm still putting my money on the coin. I didn't even know about this until you you told me today before this podcast about it. I I, I think that you need you need to let me know what this coin says. So next week, or I'll be I'll be home this weekend. So. Whatever that coin says about the Raiders game, I might have to go put a bet down at the old mean casino. Yeah, I mean, said, I mean, said, um, I've been, I've been using the coin to do all our, do all our Allard family pickums, and they, they haven't failed me until this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently, apparently, when in doubt, trust the coin. Trust the coin. All hail the coin. All hail the coin. Well, say, well, thank, thank you guys for listening. I know it might have got a little longer than we expected to today. But like I said, um, tune in and tune in the future weeks. Um, we might come back towards the end of this week, but for sure we'll be back next week at some point. Like I said, I just expect us to do it once or twice a week, just talking about current current things, maybe talking before the NFL week starts or whatnot. But like I said, thank thank you guys for tuning in, and I guess we'll see you next time on the Long Long Bros Sports Podcast. Works for me. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.